0: where we talk about Star Trek loudly and at great length. My name is Crean. I'm joined, as ever, by the fabulous Kim. Hello. Perfectly okay, Ari. And we're back. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 7, catspaw or a very special Halloween episode of Star Trek. <laughs>
1: question mark? Exclamation
0: point? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I think this is mark.
1: the sort of thing the Aterabang was invented for.
0: Yes. Also, brackets, why? And <laughs> brackets. More brackets? Really, guys? End brackets. Start brackets again. That was bonkers, wasn't it? Question mark. End brackets.
2: Answer, yes. That's accurate. I'm so angry. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of angry, and then I was confused. And then I just let go of everything and coasted on the bananas.
1: I pretty much got there the moment the Screaming Witches showed up. I was like, okay, I'm just signing out my uh, critical mind and just... I'm on this ride. Well, like
2: with so many other episodes, I had no memory of this at <laughs> all. And I, when the three witch heads came up, I was like, oh, it's Macbeth. <laughs> I thought we were going to get go Macbethy.
1: Yeah. And instead we went,
2: this is Halloween, this <laughs> is Halloween.
1: And we didn't even get a musical episode out of it. I'm okay
0: with not having a musical episode of Star Trek, if that's got okay. So I, I would like us to go through the seven stages of Cat's Paw. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: So I
0: think stage one, we begin on a high like uh, Scotty and Sulu are missing. Sure, sure. You Two, it's like crazy hijinks down on a fog planet. Witches! Three, witches! In Bay <laughs> Yes. <laughs> then we go to what is the geography of this place and why is there a castle? Five into anger <laughs> um, when the word wizards is mentioned. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, keep your wizards out of Star Trek. And then you move into kind of like Six sexy cats? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go into seven, which is acceptance, And but then also within those brackets, why are there so many close-ups of that guy's face? With that weird lens. With that weird... Although as an
1: aside, I want to note that this is not the only time Star Trek uses a sexy cat.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry.
2: When is it, it happened
1: at least once more.
2: In, oh, yeah. I can't remember...
1: What? What's it called? It's um, Project Earth. Oh, it's one Assignment Earth, something like that? Yeah, it's Assignment Earth. It's
2: like a backdoor pilot, and there's, like, the main lady character, like, turns into a cat.
1: Yeah. No. Unfortunately. Well, it's actually an alien where she's a shapeshifter. Anyway, I actually quite like that episode. This one, not so much. I'm
0: circling back to stage
1: six. Anger! (laughs) This was bullshit! (laughs) It was nonsense. So dumb. (laughs) This was bullshit. The only thing I remembered about this episode from childhood is the bit where the Enterprise is encased in a block of lucite. I remembered nothing else.
0: Aside, I really want that tiny Enterprise on a necklace. They sold
1: it as a Hallmark Christmas ornament, I think.
2: Okay, Okay, is this the only time where we see... Any enterprise as a small Christmas like ornament, or is there something else? Because I have this mental image of an enterprise
1: you hanging see, on a Christmas in, tree. Yeah, in one of the next gen movies. Okay, okay, this is one in, of in the Nexus, I think. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Nerds. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kareem, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, with you co host.
0: <laughs> so, officially, officially, Robert Block, writer, and Joseph Pevney, director.
2: You are on my list. <laughs> this list is getting long, and this yeah. has been a block of, like,
1: bad episodes. the actual, yeah.
0: Okay, I, I don't even know if I can describe this episode in brief. They beam down to where pipe cleaners can create images in your mind, but also turn you into zombies, but they also turn into cats, and then they want to, like, sense things, like, sexy sensing. Sure. Close enough?
1: I guess. I just realized what they reminded me of. What? Well, the little aliens at the end that, like, their true form, they reminded me of, you were on Fraggle Rock. Yes. So, you had two versions of the Fraggles, right? You had different POVs in the Fraggles. One was the the Fraggles POV on the Fraggles when you're underground with the Fraggles at their actual size. I'm making air quotes. And the other was, in the big world, when there were, like, the bigger people, and you saw, like, the Fraggles sort of off in the corner of the screen or running along the bottom of the screen to get away from them or whatever... That's what they reminded me of. Because they were different, like, they sometimes used different puppets when they were pulled out and you could see everything in scale, and they just looked like these little fluffy things with pipe cleaner arms and legs. That's what it reminded me of. I was like, this is very strange. I'm really confused, but it's still, it's still inspiring a strange sense of
0: affection. That affection is unacceptable. I'm circling back to anger.
1: Yeah.
2: I would have been on board for just, like, a bonkers Halloween episode where shit yeah. happens for no reason. If they had the writers had not tried to shoehorn in whatever the fuck Spock was talking about <laughs> in terms of collective unconsciousness, which no, 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 we're no. gonna to get to racial memory. Yeah. Collective uh-huh. unconsciousness. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they had more fully developed the whole I wanna feel things. We don't have sensations where I come from from the cat lady. So she, this was very much a Little Mermaid scenario. Yeah.
0: If the Little Mermaid was a shape-shifting cat who wanted to brainwash people into having sex with her, which we don't know what happened off screen with Ariel. That is true. Her voice had powers.
2: We I know would that, definitely oh believe that. Oh my gosh. From Ursula. kind of like Ursula. I, I would, would buy that for <gasps> Ursula. Ursula? definitely banged Prince Eric. I think she did. She totally did. Oh my gosh. Ursula. Yeah. How do you Mm -hmm. think she bewitched him so quickly with her voice and her legs? (gasps) Oh,
1: there was a whole really uncomfortable uh, metaphor about female voices and how that's no leg splitting, leg splitting, yeah, leg
0: splitting. So yeah, it is essentially Little Mermaid, but instead of under the sea, it happens on a planet in our favorite castle set of all time. (laughs) The only castle set? The only, the only set that they set. had? Yeah. I don't, I'm so angry. I don't think I've been this angry since I saw Captain America, which was on Sunday. But then I just got angry again when I watched this, <laughs> and I think about this, and I think about the wigs involved, and the wigs involved in Captain America. There's a lot of wiggage, a lot of wiggity wigs.
2: Don't you look at me like that. The hair <laughs> in this is crazy. Oh uh, well, one is yes. anyway. Like I actually like had to stop on like Chekhov's wig. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because like poor poor man under that hair, that bad, bad hair.
0: So he was growing out his own hair, but apparently it wasn't long enough. So they're like, don't like put it under a net or anything. Just like throw a giant ass wig on it. He looks it looks like the
2: wig is wearing a wig. <laughs>
0: is wearing him. He looks like a mushroom. Like, it extends that far out, and it's not even groomed. It's like, it's like, the entire hair department had, like, the week off, and so they're like, yeah, we just hairspray stuff, right? Just to add as much hairspray yeah. as
2: possible. Somebody plonked that on his head
0: and went, it's fine. I'm so angry. <laughs> Everything about this episode makes me angry, from the costumes down to the lighting, down to the
2: props, people. I seem to have found some kind of zen center, yeah. because, like, even though this episode was terrible, I still didn't get, like, mad at it. I was just, like, mildly bemused and weary.
1: Yeah, I, I was <laughs> mostly just
2: bemused. so we're- No,
0: I went straight back into anger, because there's no reason why this should be this bad. Like, we've had bonkers episodes of Star yeah. Trek that I have really enjoyed. And by its very premise, no. No. The entire premise has to go, too. It's no. It's because
1: it was negligent.
0: Yes, it was. It felt like
1: they couldn't be bothered to write a real episode. Well, yes. here's the
0: thing. Like, um, they, this is an actual Halloween episode. It aired around Halloween. Oh, this is the only Star God. Trek episode that is seasonal, in a way. Wow. Um also, do you want me to blow your mind? Yeah, sure. Robert Block, who wrote this episode, who I would cut dead in a street. <laughs> socially. <Wow>. Socially. <laughs> yeah. Socially.
1: Not literally. Please no, don't call no. us FBI.
0: Is a famous horror
1: writer. Oh, boy.
0: Who wrote the novel, Psycho.
1: Oh. Really? Yeah. Is your mind blown? So he used it all up on Psycho, then.
0: Apparently he had one good... He Story. did a lot of, like, short stories, and he based one of these... What His three episodes that he wrote on short stories that he did. Okay. Yeah, I would have loved to see Psycho on Star Trek.
2: Was that the was short awesome. story for this one called The Alien Lady Who Turned Into a Cat? It was something about brooms and witches. So the
0: other episode that he did was What Are Little Girls Made Of? Which, if you'll remember, is... Uh,
2: uh, nurse Chapels, Android X. The potential future Mister
1: Chapel, who turned out to have turned himself into a robot. Yeah, Doctor oh, Crazy. And that's mm-hmm. where
2: everybody's an android, and they try turning Kirk into an android, and Kirk yeah. probably bangs an android.
0: Uh, We know that the Doctor was definitely banging an android, right. but android on android action is okay. Oh, that's I think right. we decided. Isn't that
2: the moment we had the entire discussion about whether like the android lives. sex
0: slaves? Yeah. Anyways, so in this episode, Cat Spa and what are little girls made of? They're b- they're both references to the the old ones. Mm-hmm. So in this episode, our two characters Carob and Cat, uh, and I'm talking about like a literal cat. Uh, they refer to like oh the old ones. Oh they'll cotton on to what we're doing here but we others. never get any sense of what these old no. ones are with no. the balls there and it's the same thing in what little girls are made of where the creepy like head
2: guy who kind of looks like a giant creepy dracula he's like oh yes i remember the old ones yeah i remember that that made slightly more sense to just, like, also, explain they all dead why the technology was there and that yeah. Stuff. But yeah i don't What's the point in this one? Cause I they think they made this all up with their
1: magic wand. Think... An actual magic wand. Oh god, it was the shittiest it's a ball looking... on a stick. The shittiest, shittiest magic looking wand. magic wand ever. Who's
0: the prop department? Cause again, they're on my list. That was like, I don't even know. A baton with a sparkle ball, like a child's sparkle ball stuck on it. Any effort to make it look organic? No. Why bother?
2: Everything about this episode felt half-assed.
0: Not even, like, half an ass, Kim. Like, an eighth of an ass. Like, the top that's just, like, poking out of your jeans
2: on one one cheek. The The muffin top. The plumber's butt portion. Yes, this
0: is the plumber's butt portion of this episode. (laughs) Like, I will... will, Hold on. The costume department? In my Titanic scenario when I put everyone involved in this episode (laughs) in a ship and then, like, shoot an iceberg at it? God style. (laughs) Costume department gets to swim for their lives. Agree. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, strong agree, if only because of Sylvia's outfits. And she goes through a number of amazing costume changes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I have notes. Thank I'm you sure so you much. The black-,
0: the black dress is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I was trying to describe them. and I'm like, I do not have enough words in my vocabulary to go through this.
2: I-, I watched the whole thing and then I was like, oh wait, there's some costume changes. I actually like rewound it and then like paused on like a full body of each outfit so i can describe it just for Ukraine. thank you so much because guys there's a fashion show
0: portion yep. of this episode again i'm surprised that there's not a musical number there is some like bdsm torture stuff which obviously i was 100 behind <laughs> oh weirdly God. enough that is what i remember from this episode <laughs> i don't remember the giant cat Remember
2: them being, like, all locked up. I saw that as soon as we, like, cut to them chained
1: in the basement, I'm like, oh, Karine's going to like this. (laughs) She did. Yeah. She did. And the Um, thing is that the first few minutes of this episode felt like they might even start, they might make sense.
0: It's fine. Like, Like, it
1: starts out, the first few minutes are solid. Okay, fine. I'm on board. Okay. It's
0: like your average episode of Star Trek. And you're like, fine, there are two people who beam down to a planet, Scotty and Sulu. Why would you need your chief
2: engineer and your, (laughs) I don't know,
0: what's Sulu's job?
2: all-around sensor poking person. Slash botanist. But doesn't he, like, drive? He's like, I think he's, like, operations. Is he, yeah. like, the, the equivalent of, like, Data or
1: Harry Kim? Yeah. But doesn't
0: he, like, fire the
2: phasers? And he also, like, puts in
0: the
1: coordinates and, like, Sometimes. drives Sometimes in on the con. It's hard to tell this really in Star Also, Trek. in
0: this episode, he's wearing Command Gold. Is, is, he? is he wearing gold? Who is? No, he's not. Oh, yeah, he is. Is he?
1: Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Gold is other things, though. It's also, let's go to the tape. Pause. <laughs> my God, who
0: cares? <laughs> this is going to be a really tough because I don't care. Like again, if this episode never was, I'd be okay with it.
2: Yeah, and I mean that's the thing is they they tried to shoehorn in very lightly and very briefly, and again in an eighth Nuggle of a hour. Fashion, Mm -hmm. some kind of discussion about things. Yeah, your subconscious blah blah. I I have never.
0: I usually I. That's a lie. I sometimes
2: talk to the TV. Like,
0: not to the TV itself, but to specific characters,
2: like, doing or saying oh, yeah, When they're being stupid, you just scream, oh my god, stop doing that immediately. Yeah, yeah, and when
0: Spock started talking about the racial unconscious, I was
2: like, oh no, stop, stop,
0: stop no. immediately. Stop yeah. right here, go back. But he wouldn't stop. Yeah. yeah. No, so, yeah. like,
2: four times. That was oh. the... There, yeah, so there were two things where they tried to, like, shoehorn something in so that there was some kind of, like, message or social discussion mm-hmm. it was the racial memory, god, and the... I'm just new at feelings and I want to feel everything from Sylvia, which came out of nowhere yep. and led to nothing but awkwardly making out with Spock in the hallway. Which or again, Kirk in the hallway. I'm
0: usually okay
1: with. But it felt so random. This, Just like everything else in this episode.
0: felt like... I don't even know. Every like the writer or director got everyone in set and was like, "We're going to work out my BDSM fantasy right here <laughs> with all of you. So I'm going to explain the scenario and then you guys just take it to the extremes." And action.
2: Yeah, it didn't feel a little bit like they were told like, "Here's the things you need to talk about and let's just let's just play with it. Let's see what happens." <laughs> action. Yeah. No.
0: It, ju- it it's I, I don't know if I can describe this. Well, it's-, it's... like a crazy jigsaw puzzle, except every single piece is from an actual different jigsaw. It's like the leftover pieces from every jigsaw puzzle ever. Yeah. Just shove them together until they work.
2: Yeah, I think we're on, like, a several-week streak now of all of us being in agreement about oh my this gosh. episode. And I think we're all in agreement again. This
1: was not good. See, now no. I feel the need to defend it. Well... I don't know. It, it, again, it started out perfectly sensibly. It so starts everyone's out like you're picking up the phone. Yeah,
0: it's an average uh, opener, right? Two of our crew members are down on a planet. We can't get a hold of them. Fine. What's going on? We don't know.
1: Mystery. And then we get a weird message from the surface finally, and everyone's like, oh, it's fine. They're calling finally. Maybe they're all right. No, it's no. Because it's he scary. sounds like a robot. Yeah, scary robot voice. One to beam up. Oh, uh, what the fuck's going on? One to beam up. So they beam him up. This part was genuinely creepy. <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. I'm going to throw a flag on that for HR. You should have a safe word for many reasons. <laughs> that, like, before you go down on the planet surface, you word. should have a word that you have to say to prove that you're
1: not under duress. Like yes. when your parents send someone who isn't then to pick you up from school?
0: Yeah, like the code word. Mm-hmm. So that you can show that you're not under duress and that security doesn't need to be called to the transporter and that everything is A-OK.
1: They did not call security to the transporter, even though this was a highly suspicious situation already.
2: I just need to call attention to the fact that Koreans said the sentence, You need a safe word before you go down <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> wow,
1: Kim.
0: Safety first. Safety first. Yeah.
1: And they beam up this one guy.
0: One guy at Who of has street. not been
1: mentioned, I don't it's think, Jackson. up until this point. It's Jackson. Poor Jackson. Poor Jackson. Jackson.
0: So he gets beamed up, immediately topples over, which and... good stunt work, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay, on my Titanic scenario. The guy playing Jackson gets a life
1: raft. Oh, that's a nice that's very you. thoughtful of you.
0: It's because he mercifully dies in the beginning of the episode before everything goes into a giant super. But process. continues
1: acting even though dead. I actually thought this was really creepy because I didn't know he had how bad the rest of the episode was going to be. But yeah, he rolls dead down off of the transporter pad. They catch him, they pick him up, he Bones does his he's dead, Jim. And then from his open mouth, issues forth all of his <laughs> acting for the episode.
0: <laughs> um, and actually, like this is where you can see that uh, Robert Block is a horror writer, because mm-hmm. this was actually genuinely frightening. Yeah, it was. Frightening. So the body is dead, its mouth is open, and from it issues this kind of like, I can say your typical creepy Star Trek voice, which is the slightly yeah. tinny <laughs> man. Uh, and he says, Captain Kirk, can you hear me? There is a curse on this (laughs) place. At which point I was like, oh, we're in for a ride now. Yeah, we got the curse and I was like, curse? I'm interested, okay. And it says, leave or die. Um, I really enjoy this. And then the facial expression that Kirk gets is like, space, this shit is wacky. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a really strong opening. Yeah. From here you could do so many things. But we, and we do a lot of things. But not
1: good things. No good things come from this. No. So, because he's been told that the planet is cursed and they should all leave or die, of course the first thing Kirk does is beam down with his first officer and the chief medical officer.
0: As Mm -hmm. per
1: usual. As per usual. Oh, and by the way, they leave the ship in charge of the fucking assistant chief engineer. Is that who that is? Yeah. Don't you be mean to DeSalle. I'm sorry. Why the fuck isn't Uhura in charge? I don't she's know. She's too busy.
0: Okay. She's working. She's at too talk- busy
1: being talked down to by a random white guy. <laughs> for The entire rest of the episode. No, he's
2: actually quite a good captain. Saul
1: is amazing. I thought really he was snotty him. and dismissive. No, he was just kind of like, he was do the thing. on, he had a mission and he was gonna fulfill it. He repeatedly tells Ahura and Chekhov how to do their jobs, and then they're like, yeah, I already did that because yeah. I'm not an idiot.
2: So does Kirk and so does Fock. Everyone not does.
1: Yes. 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 yes, they do. Yes, they do. I could
0: say that of Kirk, he is a bit of a micromanager. Yes. It's very interesting because the first actual shot of is her and her console. Her buttons look so juicy. <laughs> They juicy? almost look, do you remember Gushers? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> they look like Gushers, like
2: translucent <laughs> Gushers. I just wanted to eat that panel up. She had her nice nail polish on and her lime green hoop earrings again. Yeah, so if anyone wants to make a cake for me,
0: like the console with all like the juicy buttons. Would <laughs> you can be really probably nice. still, can still buy
1: Gushers.
0: Can you? I probably. feel like they must have been out for very good reasons. <laughs> like, like,
1: like screaming saucers because they gave you mouth cancer or something? What was the screaming
2: saucer? That was
1: that. Oh, you know that was,
2: was that only a, like a here thing? There were these little candies that you. They were put like milky hard candies, and they but would they turn were, your entire mouth blue. And They were like sour blue raspberry
1: flavored, you, but then they discontinued them because for, they gave
2: you mouth cancer. Or, that was that was
1: the elementary school rumor anyway. Yeah, I think they it, stained clothing and stuff. Yeah, but yeah,
2: <laughs> was that just a here thing and not a there thing? I don't remember. Because they were any huge here yeah. for a while. Like to have your mouth stained blue was like a status symbol. Yeah. <laughs>
0: This is the weirdest place to be. So, again here again follow us on this journey watch this episode with us <laughs> is that we beam down to the planet and it's kind of fog but there's no cause
2: for fog
1: no and they, they remark on this yes i
2: actually wrote down it's mystery fog
1: yeah, it, it is. is like an it's... episode of scooby-doo yes
2: <laughs> this is very much <laughs> oh a roughly the Scooby-Doo.
1: same level of sophistication this, with none of the straightforward plotting this is an episode of scooby-doo yes it is an episode of scooby-doo would have made more sense at the end with makeouts yes yes
0: so, fog is unlikely. I like that Spock says that. It's unlikely that there is fog, because there's no body of water, and in order to have fog, you have to have water, something like that. And blah blah, meteorological science, blah. Yeah, so obviously, <laughs> someone's uncle must have owned a fog farm, because they have fog for miles. Well, someone was having
1: good time with the dry ice.
0: There is so much of it. Speaking of which, we get our first view of Chekhov, and there's hair for miles! <laughs> It's like particular. he's got his own solar system going yes. on. That hair has its own gravity. That hair has its own political system.
2: I think it's holding presidential
0: elections Agreed.
2: next week. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, this is the point where, like, Spock finds life
1: signs, but the Enterprise
2: doesn't see the life signs. No. Yeah. And this they, goes on and on and they on They get just on.
1: enough time to call the Enterprise, and the Enterprise says, um, we aren't actually reading any life signs. And then they lose contact, of course. Spock. Because and it would be boring otherwise. There's
0: spooky screaming and, like, woo! Yes.
1: Oh, good, the whales of the damned. And Whoa. then... Oh, my
0: God, guys.
1: Witches. Fuck. Yeah.
0: I've circled again. I'm back at anger. I was at acceptance for five minutes, and I'm back to anger. This is the point where you know shit is going to be bat, bat, bat shit. Well, the thing
1: is that if they had stayed committed to this theme, I would have been fine with it. No. If it had actually been a Macbeth episode, I would have been fine with it. But they went all over the place. They already had a Macbeth episode. So here's the thing. These witches
0: are dressed up, and there are three witches from Macbeth. Mm -hmm. They're kind of creepy looking. The idea was is that they would almost look like their heads were floating, They did not. So they dressed them up in turtlenecks. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And tried to do some, like, special effects. But what it looks like is three witches wearing turtlenecks. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of floating. When I first saw it, I thought they were actually just, like, poking their head out of a sheet. Which, honestly, as a special effect, would have worked worked better better. than what they were doing. So they have their, their, like, drake turtlenecks. And then they start (laughs) dropping some rhymes. Yeah. Oh my I, god yeah so captain kirk looks like it's the ghost of ex-girlfriend's past <laughs> and they are not talking they are talk singing in the yeah. way of witches wailing oh remember the curse Ugh. did you fill out your census <laughs> did
1: you fill out your census
0: no you were right there Ari. I did mine, too. Good. So, what it actually sounds like is, like, the worst cat opera ever.
2: <laughs> I honestly had a really difficult time understanding what they were Same. saying.
0: Well, it was mostly just... Whoa, yeah. whoa. Feel free to cut that up and use that for no, your that Halloween the haunted house. Um, I also do parties and anniversaries. A plus. Thank you. So Spock remarks, his only remark about this is that it was very bad poetry. Yes. yes. Which I do not d- g- disagree. What, what, is, the, what <laughs> is
1: the point of this? And None I, of it is the point. There's yeah. no there point. There is no point. And all three of them look at each other and go, well, that was stupid, and just carry on. At which point the planet is like, okay, you're clearly not listening, and throws, like, Gale Force winds no, at them.
0: The witches said, beware the winds.
1: They do not beware of the wind.
0: Oh, what are you supposed to beware the wind? They don't even give them like five seconds to beam off. They're just immediately like, <sighs>
1: wind. Fine, mm-hmm. fine, fine. And here's where the geography of the planet starts to get really. Oh quickly. my
0: gosh! Did you have? I know you had. I a was very take because I was because wa- I was watching it and they're they're kind of going through this rocky terrain with a lot of like fog. Yeah, and arc. there's yeah. this
1: sort of like pass, like this really narrow rocky pass, yes. which they're going through. And they face towards where the wind was coming from, and then the camera comes back to face the other way, and all of a sudden, there's a castle.
2: The thing that got me here was the three of them stopping and very obviously staring at a wall and trying to act <laughs> yes. like they were amazed.
0: Yeah. Um, my note to myself is just geography question mark. Yeah. So, because they clearly came from that space, and yeah. they turn around and look back at that space, and there's a haunted
2: castle. I yep. wrote down that there was a very dramatic castle. <laughs> it is.
0: It's kind of like a spooky... It's their castle set. It's mm-hmm. their one castle set. It, but it's spooked up. hmm Like, it looks genuinely spooky. And so they decide to... <sighs>
1: well, this is where the life signs are coming from. Yeah, so... <sighs>
0: they decide to go take a look. Guys, at this point, we could just walk away from this episode. I'm just
2: saying. We'll just record a half hour episode. (laughs) We had to watch it. We have to finish now.
0: (laughs) That's it. We could do, like, a a dubstep if I was going, What the hell? (laughs) rub block rub block
2: No, I think we should just cut this now and then just play the soundtrack for The Little Mermaid for the next 45 minutes. Nope. I like that, too. But, Ari, everybody would have a better time. No. We could do it as a I had to sit through thing. this once. So they go into the stupid
0: castle, because I guess we're all going on this journey together. Yep. You
2: two listeners. We are all in this together. We are dragging you along behind us. If yep. I have to do this, so do you. Mm-hmm. So they do. A,
0: they come through, and it's, of course, a creepy castle. McCoy's the only genre-savvy one. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I think he says the word trick-or-treat. Yeah. yeah. That's not what that is. No, I... The trick-or-treat is the action of going up to the door, knocking, saying, trick-or-treat, getting candy? I've decided oh,
1: no. that that can be- Or Bible stories. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I have decided that can be explained away by the fact that they don't actually do Halloween anymore on Earth, and he Halloween just doesn't actually- Halloween will never die. Well, I'd like to think so, but we never get trick-or-treaters anyway. That's because- And it's only 2016. This is like 22-something. That is because they after a couple tried of a
0: Halloween episode and never tried again.
1: Anyway, I don't think that any of them actually knows that much about Halloween, except from, I guess, Shakespeare plays.
0: There's no trick-or-treating in Shakespeare plays. No,
1: you, there is not. But the idea of Halloween-y sort of things. There's no Halloween no. in Shakespeare. Halloween-y sort of things. Witches and scary castles and whatever. Halloween. <laughs> You're halloween Yeah. It's a great book by Dave Pilkey, anyways.
0: Um, oh, gosh. Okay, so... You're going to have to cut out all these sides cuz I'm really like forcing myself to get rid of mm-hmm. this. So you're going to have to just edit all of that out. So Kirk proceeds to kind of like shout at them to go and do things and he leans against a wall in the most sexy way I've ever seen him lean. <laughs>
1: no. Like he's got one
0: hand behind his back and he's kind of like
1: Is this after they meet the angry
0: cat and then he's like <sighs> yeah, he like just leans up against a wall like I ain't got time for it's this. A very
2: like disaffected teenager up it against a wall yeah.
1: because he's like cuz this is where he says if, it, if we weren't missing two officers and a third one dead, i think someone was playing a practical joke on us. Yeah. Because even Kirk think, this is nonsense.
0: It's too much. Like, there's the black cat, there's the castle, there's the spooky voices, there's the witches. Like, it seems ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But again, no offense, Kirk, you're in space, so nothing should be expected.
1: Except this is very Earth. Mythology type nonsense. So we had mm. Apollo in
0: previous episodes. There's nothing to say that this is the planet this is Planet Halloween from which we get all of our Halloween-y
1: traditions. It's still crazy though.
2: Also, the whole conceit of Halloween being like an earth culture, like the <sighs> whole racial memory. It's very North American centric. Yes. Especially because this is like the 60s and the UK and Australia are only just now in 2016 starting to get into the idea of halloween Mm -hmm. they did not celebrate it before well not the way North america does and there are many 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 other cultures that don't do anything halloweeny so this Mm -hmm. whole thing to me just came off
1: as like really u.s centric which i mean star trek always has been
2: yeah even
1: later on it's always incredibly u.s centric
2: Uh, i don't know it was just i didn't like it
0: no i hear that argument because I hate this episode, I don't hear anything bad against it. So the door slams behind them, because of course the door slams behind of course it them. it does. The cat makes cat noises, because of course it does.
1: And leads them into a man trap. <laughs> At the first yeah. second, you're like, okay, you realize that this is ridiculous, and possibly someone fucking with you, but you haven't learned enough, genre savvy, to not follow this strangely intelligent cat down In a In the jewel! Hallway. Wearing a giant yeah, jewel
0: around its The back. other thing, it's too very obviously different cats. Yeah. One that, like, close-up cat and then walking away Well-trained cat. cat. Yeah, I, cat I was very curious how they did Pretty
1: that. cat and well-trained cat. Yeah, the well-trained cat was not pretty. It was no, one that right. was the one that the further out shots when the cat had to like be ordered to go from place yeah. to place was the less pretty cat.
0: The cat was very well-trained. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm preemptively giving the performance of the episode to that cat. To the cat. Yeah, the cat's the only one who walks away from that unscathed. <laughs> yeah, again, I have the note, cat is excellent! <laughs> At which point, I circle back into enjoying this episode, because when we come back from the commercial break, everyone is in chains.
2: Yes. I thought you would enjoy that.
0: I really did. I did not see this coming, and it was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Everyone's in chains. Chests
1: are heaving um they all everyone look- seems strangely unmoved by this it's just they're <laughs> used to it by now <laughs> oh we woke up chained in a medieval dungeon no big deal must be tuesday <laughs> again like you guys should be more they don't even seem
0: like annoyed it's just like no. well this is the situation in which we are I well guess. i
1: also think at this point they've sort of gone they're looking to they're going well this is conspicuously earthy shit seems fake to me what do you think mr spock <laughs> seems fake but okay (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, there's There's also an
0: act like the cleanest skeleton um, ever chained to death ever
1: the cleanest whitest skeleton with the seam along the top of the head
0: bleached white Uh, it's beautiful and they keep talking and Kirk is like Oh, this is like something out of an Earth story, like dungeons. At which point I went and hey, dragons. Uh, there's iron maidens, iron maidens, which were not real.
1: No. Um, and Spock first advances his ridiculous racial memory nonsense theory. Yeah. So Kirk asks why, which I feel
0: like is a really valid question. <laughs> yeah. And Spock says, "Well, maybe this is an Earth parallel development."
1: And both, both of both Spock or Kirk and Bones are like, "No, no, completely <laughs> discount that." Completely. It's yeah.
0: Okay. Let's go from what. Actually seems like a very rational explanation to what we get next. Which is like, well, this is everything out of a nightmare. What terrifies man most on an instinctive level?
2: Ghost stories? That is, what do they put forth? What do you fear most? Uh, not witch heads floating in, in Poverty. The Poverty. Earthquakes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Poverty and natural disasters. The last earthquake we had ended up with me having a panic attack, sitting under a desk, having Pippa call me down on the phone. See, (laughs) I get that, that that a hostile Earth with these kind of catastrophic
0: events. I think that's Mm -hmm. what we instinctively fear. The apocalypse. That and cougars.
2: yeah. (laughs) Sure.
0: When you see a cougar, your brain just kind of goes
2: like reptile. Yeah. I mean, this is the part Reptiles. where the episode does not, like, I mean, obviously the whole episode's garbage, but like, this yes. is where it yes. really gets yes. into, like, the bottom of the trash can with that little bit of smelly <laughs> water that you really don't want to do anything about. Like,
0: do I wash it? How yeah. would I wash it? I don't want to put is that it, in my sink. It's
1: the Should garbage it my can. Tub? Is there really any point in washing it? It's the garbage yeah. can. Exactly.
2: All that goes into it is garbage. garbage. Yeah. yeah, so this is the point, this is that part of yes. the episode. we are sort of looking down um, into
1: the bucket going, what?
2: Because it, obviously it was, uh, to continue the metaphor, at some point it was something and somebody tried, but it's just dissolved into this pile of like <laughs> nonsense that you don't want to deal with. And like, I get what they were trying to go for here. Do you? Yes, I do. Because it's this, um, the idea of these aliens tapping into the base fears of humanity yeah. Yeah. and trying to find the things that will scare them. However, if you take a survey of all of the cultures on Earth, I don't think it's cheesy Halloween, ha- like haunted houses. No, yeah. I love it's, that shit. It's going to be things like noises in the dark. And Raccoons. Fire and natural disaster kind yeah. of stuff. That, like, I mean, Zombies. if you go into all of the mythological beginnings and underpinnings of, of like, all of the various civilizations and find the common threads. That is going to be what the yeah. instinctual if, fears of the human race are. The thing,
1: the thing is that an instinctive <laughs> fear can't be something as elaborately constructed as a wizard's castle with a dungeon in it. It's going to be something really basic and simple that underpins all the scary things, well, like zombies' fear of pestilence and and loss of consciousness. Um, I can't think of another one right now. Witches, um, the the fear of deception and human beings being fundamentally terrible. There's like all you would use the simple stuff. You wouldn't use.
0: But here's what they actually put forward. What they fear is ghost stories, which I think is true because ghosts represent beyond life, right? Mm -hmm. And also like the sins of the past coming to visit us in the future. And there being
1: no rest.
0: And there being no rest. And there's no afterlife. Endless suffering. Because if you're just a ghost wandering around with your light underneath your arms, like that's all there is.
1: Substance or anything. Yeah.
2: And I think it may be. Maybe that's part of the reason so many cultures have like ancestor worship is to appease the ghosts so they do not come back. And so I can buy that, but that's. That's not what this episode is about. No, no, it's not. This episode is about explicitly wizards. Yeah. Wizards, guys. This is another thing where if we sat here for 15 minutes and rewrote this episode, It it could be really good. There's. There's
1: There's bones to this story somewhere. (laughs) All over the place. I did not plan that. It just happened. Good job, Carrie. You can't see but I'm giving him a fist bump.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that because I thought it was bad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it was just, and it was just, again, so, like, USA-centric. Yeah, yeah. In that it just, it's like, American culture is human culture. That was what they're positing for... And especially when they're using the term like racial memory, because they're obviously it felt like to me like they were doing like they're doing the young game collective and collective, yeah, anxious, but and badly, it's badly, yeah. yeah. So the and racial memory to me felt very much divided. Well, it's down a very lines yeah. of like white, white <laughs> black, Asian, and I'm like
1: no human, yeah. human. I mean, that's not what they meant, but that's kind of what it means now. So quick
0: survey around the table: Who here has an instinctual fear of wizards? Is that why the Harry Potter franchise went so well? Is that we have a deep
2: <laughs> unexplainable fear of wizards. No, we do we fear what we fear in that book is the evil wizards who are twisted and are outside of societal norms and want to destroy everything.
1: PS a, a fundamental lingering sense of dissatisfaction that we are not ourselves wizards.
2: Oh, so true. When is
0: our Hogwarts letter coming? Never. Never <laughs> So they have they're having this discussion and then Scotty and Sulu come in and they are obviously brainwashed. No no, no no
1: no 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 no. You can't leave out the best part the best acting in the scene, which is done by the door, which goes <laughs> for like six minutes.
0: So I know who you're giving performance <laughs> in the episode two, that door. <laughs> So which inanimate object do we feel like did a really good job this one? I'm like the torch, All the doors did a really good job. The torch as well. The yeah, torch did yeah.
1: excellent. I'm, I was I'm a really big fan gotten. of the purple lighting in the oh, last Oh, scene. yeah. 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 <laughs> the throne. The throne did a really good job of setting the scene.
0: Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. And then that table did a
1: lot of the heavy lifting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm a big fan of the hole in the floor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> which had a, like a, a comeback sort of yeah. hook tie-in thing. true. It that's saved true. the day. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: sure.
1: That's like Poe Dameron not dying in Star Wars. That's true. You didn't
0: expect it to come back, but you were but really pleased did. to see it again.
2: Except that when Poe Dameron came back in Star Wars, I was like, who's that guy? <gasps> that's and then you're a monster. No, it King. took me a minute. I was like, oh, that's the guy that I thought died. Okay. Oh, and then I was on King. board. No, I literally, like, the first time he came back, I was like, who is that? Am I supposed to know him? Yes. Yes, you are. Yes, you I are. thought he was dead, so I read him off in my mind and he was gone. Oh. Anyways.
1: anyway, <laughs> Moving forward.
0: So... These guys show up. They're obviously zombies. zombies. Mm -hmm. And McCoy, somehow, like, they don't blink. They don't talk. Yeah. They just show up. And McCoy's like, fantastic. Release us. Really, McCoy?
1: They're clearly zombies.
0: Here's the thing. McCoy is a doctor, so Mm -hmm. he should be an observer (laughs) of human behavior and human, like, physicality.
1: (laughs) And a second later, I mean, credit to DeForest Kelly... His face, when he realizes a moment later that they are actually zombies, he sort of, he's all elated, and then you see, he does a really good... Oh. His face sort of goes from this big, huge grin to sort of slumping down into a, oh, we are really fucked.
2: Bones is not a good doctor. Bones is is the worst
0: doctor. I'm putting my name on the line here and saying he's the worst doctor in fiction. Yeah. I... He's terrible. He is so bad.
2: He does not know anything. No, nope. anything. He didn't do anything either other than pronounce people dead mostly because he hasn't done his job to save them. But again, are we sure that they're dead? Do we have like secondary independent
0: confirmation?
2: I, mean, I be quite what, A lot of time he does just look at them and go, "He's dead, Jim."
1: I wonder what the official like because the line of what is legally dead changes every ten years or so. I wonder what it is in the twenty third century. Mm. It's Bones looking at somebody going,
2: "He's dead, Jim." I'm still alive. No, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: regardless, interesting. Everyone has great individual lighting in this torture <laughs> yeah, chamber. <it's> true. <laughs> like, there are, like, beautiful spotlights on each of them. Um, you... Which, kudos to the lighting department. I mm-hmm. think
2: this episode would have gone up in estimation if they had been topless. Agreed. It would have just added that added extra little something to this scene. She wanted
0: sensations. There's no sensation <laughs> like seeing a Shatner chest.
2: <laughs> no Shatner chest in this entire
1: episode. No, one's seen no. One, which seen one. Everyone is very keeps their strange. Especially
2: since they got into, a, like, a giant fight. At the end,
1: yeah, it's more of an ensemble fight, though.
0: He only does like individual manly wrestling, and then he shirt.
2: yeah.
0: Not that I've been keeping track. And Bones
1: eventually <laughs> does cotton on and goes, "Oh, they're drugged." Which How would they're you no. Know? Well, he's t- he says not blinking, but when he said that, he said, "Look at their eyes." I'm like, "Oh, their pupils are huge." <sighs> but who knows? Who cares? He, we can't
0: trust his opinion. No, we um. don't know where he got his medical degree from. Anyway, so they are... (sighs) They unlock them. Escorted. The thing
2: here that was actually, like, could be, like, this is the scary part of this scenario is that when they're talking to them, Sulu indicates that he understands, Mm. but he can't speak to them and he can't control his actions. That is the terrifying part of this. is like the whole locked in thing where you know what's going on. And you can do nothing to change your circumstances. I wish they had just decided
1: on one thing that most frightens humans. Instead of just picking every mildly disturbing thing and just sort of sprinkling it vaguely on top.
2: I don't think this was even supposed to be part of the, this was, that was just a side effect that I found disturbing. It was (laughs) disturbing. It's
0: true. But again, like, all these individual elements would make, which would make an interesting horror story, boils down to wizards. Mm Mm-hmm. And not even regular wizards, we're talking pipe cleaner wizards. No,
1: like, brush off because the plot is terrible, the phrase, a wizard did it, wizards.
0: <laughs> I want that cross-stitch on a cushion. <laughs> a wizard mm. did it. So, they... They try and overpower them. Yeah. Okay, stuff is going to start getting really weird because there's a lot of <laughs> weird jumps. So, all of a sudden, a voice says, stop. And then it is hammer time. Because yeah. everything is in purple. Everything is in purple. Yeah. Everything is in purple. I guess
1: this is a throne
2: room. I did not understand for a while that it was supposed to be magic and not just like stupid cuts.
0: Oh. <laughs> Wizards, Kim. Wizards. Well, I didn't realize that at You're this point. a wizard. Oh, that, was, that was not my best Hagrid impression. I'm going to have to work on that. So yeah, there is like purple carpet, purple drapes. A purple man, a giant soup ladle, like nailed to the wall. <laughs> Artistically guttering torches. Yeah, again, like performance of the should. episode to those torches. Yeah. they mm-hmm. flickered real good. Yep. Um, I have felt a real peril that they might actually catch, burn down the set, the set on fire again. again. They use a lot of open flames on Star Trek more than you would expect in space. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's. Baldy, and his name is I can' don't care. Him Carob like fake chocolate. It was I, said a few
1: different ways. I heard Cora
0: <laughs> like Legend of. Yes. Right, I heard so legend of and cora.
1: cora and Carob. and I just wrote Baldy. Yeah, they were baldy and of Cat. Of cora. So
0: cora. Legend of Cora is wearing, <laughs> I guess a lot of robes. yeah, a lot of robes
1: and a giant eyeball. Embroidered on the front,
2: yeah. Oh, is it like an all-seeing eye? In a type sun? Yeah. Illuminati Something? type thing. I yeah, feel like are yeah, yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be like Odd Fellows. Yeah.
0: wizard. He's a wizard. He's, he's a wizard. A he's a, wizard. a
1: music hall wizard. wizard. He also
0: has a magic wand. Yup. <laughs> of course he does. And he says, "Oh, this is my magic wand."
1: <laughs> and he's really pissed off because they won't just play along with his terrible, terrible stage play.
0: Yeah. So
1: why do you species have to question everything?
0: Yeah. Can't you just admire me and my cat? Which is the black cat who he is definitely talking to, and no one sees this as weird. With the jewel around her neck. With a very fancy jewel around its neck.
2: Yes. Yeah. And the cat is berating him. (laughs) the part I really liked about this. The cat is
0: giving a lot of sass. And this is the point where it's like, oh, you, Spock, you're the one who thinks differently. You think in black and white. You're not as imaginative as these guys.
1: Yeah, because Spock is like, so, um, we've definitely had expeditions before, here before, and, um, there were no witches. (laughs) I am confident about that. There were no witches, and the baldy's like, ah, "Don't th- don't worry about that. It's don't, fine. Don't worry about anything. hand wave." Yeah, so he Literally. kind of
0: sets them down for a Thanksgiving dinner. At which point, I did notice that the murals were mostly like tapestries of naked ladies. Oh, I did not notice that. I did. I did. I did. Um, they are not interested in what he is serving up. No, He's they're specifically... like, could you
1: please explain without the nonsense and the mumbo-jumbo?
0: He specifically turns to McCoy and had the wine, because we all know that McCoy is, is an, an alcoholic. alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and McCoy's like, maybe. And so they offer up a plate full of jewels instead.
2: I... Okay, I will say right now, I would have just gone in for the plate of jewels and left. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Kim, it was a test. What kind of test? We don't know. It was only a
1: test because they refused. Here's what I think about this bit, though, and I'm only saying this because there was a cat present, is that he's trying these things thinking they'll work, and then when they don't work, he's like, that was the test. I meant to do that. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Like when a cat falls off a piece of furniture and then sort of stands up and goes, I meant to do that. Okay, but what... That was my plan all along. What is the wizard's end game? I don't think the wizard has an end game. It's unclear what either of them is officially supposed to be Trying to get out of them? What is their motive? <laughs> Sorry What's to be all, motivation? like, director
0: studio on them, <laughs> but Like, what is their motivation? Like, they capture them there, but then they take their mind so they can't have the sensation, so...
2: I don't know. It's unclear. It's, it's super unclear. Like, what are the
1: wizard and the cat lady actually trying to get I mean, I'm gonna... I'm no idea.
2: M- I'm gonna fully admit that at a certain point in this, I realized that this was a steaming load of garbage and kind of stopped out. paying as much attention as I should have, so I was just kind of coasting through it. I was but-
1: paying attention, but I wasn't actually trying to pull any kind of sense or structure out of it after ooh, around the point where the team was like, okay, but seriously, what is up with the cat that is clearly talking to you? And he just rambled on about jewels and tests. And
2: there's no point where I'm, I'm super clear on how they got all their information about humans. Was it from gleaning them? Because it's like, at this point of the jewel point, he's like, but I read about... And then he stops himself and Because the and I'm crew like, says, like, they're valueless. Did you read all of our...
1: Like, what books were you reading? Like... But that's never followed up on. No, it isn't. And later on, they say all their information is from their heads, but pulled from the wrong part of their heads, so it's out of... Con- it unless makes no read, sense. Unless
2: he read their mind, but what... Is this supposed to be the the collective unconscious part of their mind? So these aliens can tap into the subconscious where they thought they were getting at
0: the conscious, Conscious. but they missed. And apparently our subconscious is full of... Witches.
2: Witches? The the thing they've collectively gleaned from every subconscious mind that's come on their planet is witches. And And Halloween. And jewels. And And talking cats. And Thanksgiving dinner. And
1: Thanksgiving... (laughs) Sure. Apparently it's our seasonal lobe. Yes, the it's, it's just just the autumn related nightmares. Well, I mean nightmares. I'm going to go on record
2: of saying autumn is awesome. It is. I'm like great. Best season.
1: Yeah. But like
2: it wouldn't be the first thing aliens learned about our culture if, Certainly not my if you're trying cultures. to find things
1: that frighten me the most. I mean, you know, off 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 subject. If this the set from this episode were like a haunted house I could pay 5 bucks for and walk through on Halloween night, I would do that. That sounds great.
2: Yeah, the bigger set. There was some
1: great set dressing. There was a talking cat. There's an artistically lit throne room that might also contain witches. So I know
0: Yeah, here's the deal. The cat leaves. Mm-hmm. The cat gets up and goes mm-hmm. after talking to the guy, and then a sexy lady appears. Why, why the subterfuge, guys? Like, it's obviously the cat. Yeah, I think yeah. it was
2: mostly because they didn't have the special effects budget for the transformation. I just don't understand why I have her as a cat in the, the
1: first, first place.
2: Yes, that was my other question. Why, like, why the hell does she pretend to be a cat?
1: I why don't
0: choose one or the other? They or did they, they just
1: decide they really needed to have a black cat in this episode?
0: Okay, I would give you that they had gleaned the black cat. I th- okay. Crap, I think I... I No, don't do that, Krui. We're happy hating it. So what they were trying to do is that they grabbed images out of their subconscious and one of the images that they grabbed is a wizard and it's familiar, which is the cat. Okay. okay? So that's why it was a cat to start with. Okay. Okay. And then once they were kind of like, this is all bullshit, she's like, fine, like, there's no need for me to be a cat anymore. I can just be me. They yeah. kind of
1: flipped that paradigm around, too, because at the end, she was a cat again, but clearly the one in charge, and he was kind of her assistant slash familiar. Their vanilla.
2: relationship was very dysfunctional. It was. But that's the reason, the reason she was the cat is because yeah. she was the one with the more power in the relationship, and she could leave him... To do the dirty work of the trying boring, to figure it administrative. out, administrative, and she manages. She's behind, sort of just watching and trying to figure it out, pushing buttons.
0: She was just using him for his wand, basically.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. So, okay, is he so supposed she, to be her boss? I think they're they don't really have that kind of because they're very, very they're both very confused by the concept of power. So I don't think they really have a hierarchical hierarchical relationship at all. She just decides no, wait, I love power, I'm in charge now. And she like, like, straight sure. up
2: challenges him about it. She's like, you're not going to do anything she about even, it, are you? Yeah, she
1: doesn't even challenge him, she just goes, I'm in charge. And he's like, what is in charge? I Ugh. do not understand. I can
0: understand why she wants to boss him around. I yeah. would too. Mm-hmm. So this is Sylvia? Sylvia. Sure. Cat Sylvia, cat lady, who...
2: Has enormous hair. She has all the hair. So much hair. So much hair. You could
0: curl up and have a nap inside of that. And then have all caps in in
2: my notes. Enormous (laughs) hair.
0: Yeah, you could have a Thanksgiving dinner inside of that hair. I think it's actually the biggest hair we've ever seen. It is amazing We do not say that lightly because we're talking about original Star Trek, but that is the biggest hair. I
1: think there's bigger hair later, but it's definitely the biggest hair so far.
0: Cannot believe that, unless we're talking about Chekhov's wig.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you imagine to put those two hair pieces in the same room and watch them battle for dominance, amazing.
1: So Sylvia monologues for all because she's never seen a superhero movie.
2: I love her. Can
1: we? She's greatly,
2: hugely enjoyable.
1: Can we stop and talk about her dress briefly here? Yes, because
2: this is my of the three outfits she wears. This is my favorite. Mm -hmm. It's nice, like floor length black sequined, almost caftan, but it's slightly more fitted because when she raises her arm at some point, you can see it's like attached long wing sleeve cape. Mm -hmm the sort of gossamer black shimmery. There's some lace in there too. There's some lace and a lot of sequins and it's just it's spot on. It's a great outfit. It is a good outfit. It really works for her
0: character too. Because it's slightly feline in the way that it moves but it's also powerful. It's It's also like like, it's witchy. It's still luxurious yeah. Yeah. It's a great costume. So again, like in my Titanic scenario, the costume department lives. Yeah. The
2: costume department lives. The (laughs) so who lives so far? The The costume costume department? department? Set dressers, Lighting. Lighting.
0: Yep. No, set dressers are fired again because I thought about the number of cobwebs and there was not enough cobwebbing.
1: Yeah. We see them reacting to cobwebs that don't actually exist. There are like
0: two, one in each corner. Yeah. You guys could have sprung for more cobwebbing.
1: It's true. We could buy it from the dollar store, I mean.
0: I mean, it was a different time, so maybe they had to individually spin it from little spiders that they- Very like possibly. Had in their yards, but not enough. So, she starts talking about magic.
1: hmm
0: Oh, flip. So
1: sympathetic magic. She's like, specific. I
0: can do whatever he wants. Kirk essentially looks at her and says, "You're a woman, please." <laughs> and she's like, mm, "I killed Jackson because I just thought about it, and it was so. And I can do what I want." She makes a necklace of the Enterprise appear. Little oh my gosh, so cute! It was.
2: Well, she does this because Kirk grabs the a phaser, yeah, from Scotty that apparently he. Still has, for reasons. And, like, points it at her. So she dangles the Enterprise model.
1: Yeah. And this is all a pointless show of power, too, because the phaser is drained. So this is really just so that she can fuck with him. And, I mean, fair enough. And then,
0: uh, Legend of Korra puts the ship into a block of jelly. Was, no, 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 this
2: is oh, way later. The first, she oh, yeah. dangles one. it
1: in a candle,
2: and then it. They call Heath's the it ship. Up. They call the ship, and they're like, "It's getting really hot up here." Ugh. Okay, point proven. Fine. Sympathetic and magic, and they put
0: it in jelly, and it's like a force field. Yep. Yeah. Fine. So now they're prisoners. And poor Chekov is really like letting the side down in front of the new boss. <laughs> He's like, it's a force field. I can't explain it. And the boss is
2: like, try. I loved DeSalle up on the ship. He was like, because he was a hard ass and he was going to get shit done. I like DeSalle because he,
0: when he, they have this force field and they know it's for real. They can't see it. They're going to try and burn it
1: off like an invisible wart. Because that's definitely how force fields work.
0: And he says, credit to Navy Beans. We're going (laughs) to... We're going to put a dent in it. That was amazing.
2: Yeah. And like, I really appreciated that he knew, he knew he wasn't going to be able to get rid of it entirely. He's like, mm-hmm. there's no way, but we're going to do the damnedest whatever we can. And that was fantastic.
0: Credits to Navy Beans. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: sure. So at this point,
2: the podcast is monologue about racial subconscious. Except Gee. it's
1: very short and they don't fully develop his ideas. This is also where, because they've um, left, they were sent back to the dungeon and they kept Bones, so they're worried about Bones. But this is where Spock does these. So I think they in for your your conscious mind and missed. Yeah. Okay. Sure.
0: Whatever. Bones come back and he's obviously been hit by the whammy and Kirk tries to attack him and then Bones just gets to shove him around like he's a wet towel on the beach, (laughs) which I really like because I don't think Bones gets to beat up on Kirk as much as Spock gets to beat up on Kirk. And here we get a weird interplay with our two main characters, yes. our two guest characters. Kat
1: and Baldi are arguing before yeah. the rest of them show up.
0: So Legend of Korra is like, you forgot what we've come here for. You're a traitor. We never
1: do find out what they've come here for. To
0: whom? Uh, and... Cat lady is all like, no, I have done some touching, and I have done some feeling, and I understand what luxury is, and I am done with not having luxury, so
2: back off. Yeah. I will say that I really identified her through (laughs) this moment, and that the fine, 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 beautiful jewel-like things in life should be covering me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I actually really liked her, um, in that she's like, I just like sensations and torture is a new sensation. So I'm going to try that out. And then she, she's confronted with Kirk because he's coming for his mind wiping. And she's like, "Mm, I could squash you like a
1: bug. And that's a new sensation. He's like, okay, but no, seriously, what the hell is going on?
0: Yeah. I, I
1: felt exactly the same way at that moment. What the hell is going on?
0: No, at this point, Kirk's like, I know what I must do. <laughs> you want some sensations, honey? I got some sensations for you. She's like, tell me about power. He's like, I could do power or we could do power makeouts. <laughs> blah, 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 ah! blah, blah, blah. So, he's like, can you feel my hands all over your sexy calf
2: I have to say my one, like, consolation here. Is Stop doing the hand motions. <laughs> my one consolation in this point of the episode was that this was the 1960s and they weren't allowed to make out, like, the sounds that Kareem makes. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Agreed. So, That's it was true. just a lot of Kirk, like, rubbing his lips back and forth across <laughs> her face.
0: No! Stop it! I said his hands are going like... He really like, grips her shoulder. You can see like his knuckles getting wet. He's like, oh, I got a handful of this woman. Sense this! Sense this! The worst part about this is that Legend of Korra is like creeping behind <laughs> the curtain like, what's
1: all this about? Okay, I have a question. Because Kirk's very... Um, Sexy. Even, even for Kirk, this whole thing is very performative. And I was wondering whether it was just for her, or also for the benefit of Baldi hiding behind the curtain. No, it's just
2: for her. Because for her.
1: Baldi is not hiding very well.
2: Kirk is doing this to try and see if he can defeat
1: her. Well, sure, but you he can, can multitask. Lift.
0: And in a way, he kind of does. And she's like, ooh, together we can meld our minds and be unstoppable. This togetherness excites me. She is really asking him to bang her. Yeah. Really
2: hard, yeah. she
1: Yeah. Wa- she wants the cake. <laughs>
0: She wants the Kirk, and here is where I wrote:
1: She was a cat ten minutes ago.
0: Does that count as best speciality?
1: Not unless she's a cat while they're banging. Okay, true. But I've also wondered
0: that there's a Tamora Pierce where it's a trickster god and it turns a crow into like human form, but he's still pretty much a crow like mentally. And then someone has sex with a crow, and I was like.
2: It, ooh, that's, that's, that's a walk
1: in the line, because if he's still, like, mentally a crow...
0: Yeah. I mean, I think
1: there's a big difference between a, a, a sentient humanoid being that can turn into a crow or a cat or whatever, and the other way around. But he definitely
0: was a crow to start with, like, was born from an egg, like an egg outside of a lady, <laughs> oh, I, I and think, then grew up as mm, a crow and, like, no, ate bugs, and then the god no. kind of gave him the form of the man...
2: That's on the wrong side of b c okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, when it turns out what these things actually look like. <laughs> Kirk dodges a bullet
1: or dodges
0: I, he dodges a pipe cleaner. He
2: dodges a tiny fuzzy pipe cleaner.
1: still made out with that though. Yeah, well. I need that to be on record.
2: Oh, I have to say though, those things did look very soft and like chenille-like, so I think rubbing one of those on your face would probably feel quite <laughs> nice. Agreed.
0: Agreed. And I don't i don't think any of us here around this table, because this is a place of trust with us and our listeners, <laughs> has not taken a pipe cleaner and kind of rubbed it up against our face. Oh, I've
2: definitely done
1: yeah, that. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. Ari? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So So, he's
1: interrogating her while they're making it. Oh, he's
0: so good. He's like, oh, you're a beautiful woman. She's like, I'm not just a beautiful woman. I am every beautiful woman. At which point, this turns into a fashion show. Mm Yup. And I'm going to let Kim take it away.
2: Oh my gosh. Okay, so she not only changes outfits, she changes bodies. Mm -hmm. She becomes different people. So the first one is a dirty blonde with a top knot um, (laughs) who is wearing a black sequined dress. That comes down from the shoulders with a panel over each boob, leaving a nice, clear chest strip in the middle. Um, And then she has got... I think I've seen this dress at the Met Gala. Oh, I'm sure.
0: It was very 1970s.
2: Yeah. And then, so the bottom... Goes the opposite direction and she's got floor length like vagina curtains with giant slits up the side. Ooh. But then it's also got a giant train with the inside fabric of the train is it's like really actually really pretty gold with like blue patterned flowers on the inside. Uh, I did not like the top and the skirt. The train was fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, it's not over yet. Oh no!
2: Then we move on to lady number two <laughs> who is a, uh, a bleached blonde with like purple blonde bobbed hair it was very interesting and very it felt like very modern for today especially with like all the, the interesting colors
1: that people are doing in their hair like our lovely co-host Ari who's got purple hair right now it reminded me very strongly did anybody ever watch Cleopatra 2525 just you just me just <laughs> this you. was a, this was a 90s show where I can't remember what year she started out in but it was like she 2525 got, yeah so she got blasted for from the 90s to the year 2525. That was the the future aesthetic that this outfit reminded me of, okay. with the platinum blonde and the weird everything. Yeah.
2: I mean, this actually, this entire outfit would kind of fit in today on like a worst dress list because it was like this massively oversized jumper pantsuit combo. It was like, that was one piece with a blue, green, and purple flower print. It was horrifying. <laughs> and awful, but I could actually probably see it on a red carpet somewhere today.
0: I shrieked when I saw it. It was
1: so (laughs) bad. (laughs) It made me think of the 90s idea of the far future. Not like the 60s idea of the far future, but the 90s idea of the far future.
0: And then was there episode number, or sorry, outfit number three? No, she just
2: changed back into what she was wearing before. Mm -hmm.
0: So, Kirk sees this, the slideshow of sexy ladies that she could be, and is like, well gonna have to sex my way out of this situation (laughs) damn yeah yeah so he kind of like starts to interrogate with his penis and then she's like wait a minute you're using me
1: and he pushes her away and goes you're using me too why not you started it
0: (laughs) i have to say she's the most savvy lady character that we get Maybe in all of Star Trek,
1: I really like oh, her. I still think that uh, Marlena is savvier.
0: Oh, Marlena is very, very good, but I Mar- quite Mar- like Marlena
1: is the queen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> she is. This woman is like an adjacent queen from a different land, mm-hmm. but is also very good because she's like, wait a minute, yeah. for
2: someone who's never felt sensations <laughs> before, she catches on pretty quick. Yeah. She's a
0: fast learner. So. Yeah, the force field is being weakened. Whatever, Kirk gets sent back to prison, and Legend of Korra is like, "No, we have to, this is enough. That kissing is the line too far. So gross. <laughs> he was yeah. gross.
2: he was as grossed out as the rest of us. Yeah. He is
0: not a shipper. He's like, I can't deal with this. What is you all need
1: this to mouth touching?
0: Which stuff from the surface is an alien? Yeah. it seems disgusting. Yeah, I'm sure. It I'm going to put my orifice in which I take food into and spittle. And all the gross detrius of human existence. Yeah, let's
1: stop describing that. And shove Uh, it up against someone else. And put
0: it and exchange fluids where you don't know where that person's mouth has been. And just, like, suck at each other.
1: Okay! I am
0: single. (laughs) Happily so. (laughs) So yeah, from the surface, that seems disgusting. And what she was suggesting must seem even worse. Because he can also read mine, so he must be like, wait, he's going to put what? Where?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like the chi- it's like a child's horrified reaction to seeing like your parents making out or something. Like, no, don't do that to my mom. It's very much like a cootie's yeah. <laughs> situation
0: where he's like, I cannot allow this. I do not have my cootie shot. You are going to have to go. At which point, for no reason whatsoever, she turns back into a cat.
1: Well, she's angry.
0: Yeah. She was angry when Kirk was using her for, like, makeouts.
2: I think she, turned, she thought about it and she got mad at her. I think as a cat, she may have the ability to actually eat
1: people, mm. like, physically she consume She turns
0: them. into a giant She's cat. She's a gi- yeah, giant not just cat. a
1: regular cat, but a giant cat.
0: Well, <laughs> but we don't see much of the giant cat. We see <laughs> shadows on the wall that are in slow-mo, that are yeah. obviously oh in God. slow-mo, I'm... doing roars. The roars were actually reused by the makers of Mario Party for Bowser.
2: Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, this part for me did play a little bit more into the idea of the collective unconsciousness of, like, the big cat lurking in the forest. Like, the thing you can't see and it's just... Uh, or know. if you do
1: see it, it's been stalking you for 45 minutes, like they tell you with mountain lions. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, that, that was fine, but, like, I just really love this. And I really, really love that when we actually do see... The big giant cat that she turns into. It's just a close, close, close up of a domestic cat. In like a a model of a cat. Yeah, walking through a tiny little model. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like we should find someone's cat, like Jen's cat, and make a little house and put the cat in the house.
1: Yeah. There's a level of practical effects here
0: that, like, fine. Yeah. (laughs) Fine. But why not just have the actress do it? (laughs) She's probably a lot easier to direct than a cat. (laughs) Although this cat was a very good actor. The cat was yawning. The yeah. cat was yawning, and they just slowed it down. Well, the thing sure. that
2: I loved is that every time you hear the cat go Rawr, um, the cat, the, like, the actual cat, has got his face turned away from yeah. the camera, so you cannot see the thing isn't even meowing.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's all just so beautiful. Yeah, I
1: love this sequence, actually, because Legend of Korra frees them from prison, and then they get chased through the castle by a quote, giant unquote cat. Sure. House fine, cat. Whatever.
0: They, they somehow do, like, a Benny Hill roundabout and yeah.
2: back in prison. Yeah, exactly. I just reading my notes. I don't remember writing this. I wrote, oh my god, she's a giant kitty. <laughs> so, yeah, and then the
0: cat squishes Legend Knocked of down a door. with a door to yeah. the prison, which they just escaped from. And so... <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. I was it's so... Down- Terrible. For someone to make a mock up or blueprints of this castle, because I have a really hard time keeping yeah, I don't it straight know in if they house.
1: got like partway way down a hallway and turned back, or if they just went in a circle and ended back up at the dungeon I don't door. Know. But either way, they're back in the dungeon.
0: Yeah, Kirk grabs the magic wand for Legend of Korra, they zip back up the hole from which they came, which they didn't think of escaping from before. Apparently not. Because reasons. At which point they are confronted by Sulu, Scotty, and McCoy, who are still brainwashed, who decide to attack them with giant styrofoam microphones, (laughs) which are the most styrofoamy of all the styrofoams that we have had. Are Um, they
1: supposed to be like maces,
2: I guess? I don't even remember. The only thing that I really noticed from this scene was that was not George Takei. <laughs> that was very obviously his stunt double. Yeah. Uh,
0: the the crew passes out very easily.
2: Yeah, they all just sort of go down.
0: Well, yeah, they do. Oh, God. In my uh, OT-7, they all go down. <laughs> so, Yeah. And the cat is kind of coming up for its close-up, so Kirk has to confront, not the actual cat, because that would be too much of an expense to make a giant cat, just the shadow of a cat.
1: Yeah, and then he sort of waves the wand around and goes, I have the transmuter, which apparently is what the wand is.
0: She bops them back to the purple
1: thing, and it's like, oh
0: let's play a game. Oh, I've never played a game before. If you're having a hard time keeping track of what's going on, you're not alone. No. Well, all three of us have seen this episode. I couldn't...
1: couldn't. Very confused.
2: Yeah. I, granted, at this point, I was only half watching, and my notes were very, very scattered, but it did not make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. She, again, tries to entice him by saying, I am all women. He belts her in a shocking bit of woman violence. Or... Man on cat violence? Animal abuse. Animal abuse. And then he smashes the magic wand. Not a euphemism, unfortunately. <laughs> and then, they're back on Fog City. Spell looking, broken. E-
1: or something.
0: Whatever. Looking down at the two creatures that are the actual physical forms of Legend of Korra and Cat
1: Lady. Yeah.
2: I appreciated that they were the most alien aliens I think we have ever seen in Star Trek. In that they did not look human. They had, what did I describe them as? They were blue stuffies with mouth tentacles uh, and stock eyes and orange arms and legs.
1: Sure. They just look like collections of multicolored fluff to me.
0: They're ornithoid life forms made out of blue fluff. That is the actual description mm-hmm. blue fluff, pipe cleaners, crab pinchers, and black thread.
1: Okay. Yeah. They were very alien looking.
0: Yeah, but they could have just like crushed them underneath their foot.
1: Yeah, although it turned out they didn't need to because they suddenly start smoking. They immediately smoking. die.
0: Yeah. They start, they, yeah, they light themselves on fire and then they immediately die, and everyone's like, well, <laughs> that's the end of that chapter. No quip out needed. Nope. <laughs> Just get away.
2: They did have an ending that I actually kind of appreciated a little bit, but not much. You say? Um, Bone says all of this was an illusion, and Kirk says it wasn't all an illusion.
1: Jackson is dead. Oh, oh. And then that's the end. <laughs> oh. The whole episode sort of had a feeling of, oh, we have to end this. And the ship going off into the distance. Like, (laughs) never to talk about it again. Never again.
0: But it's weird, Kim. Like, you're quite right. That this, this, for all accounts and purposes, should be a very fun romp. Yeah. Yeah. And it has all the elements of, like, a kind of campy horror romp. And I feel like, in the right hands, like, all the actors were fine. Trying. Like... You've got our main three crew, who I think would be quite funny in, like, a horror romp. Yeah, sure. And they kind of have the same attitude. Like, McCoy is kind of genre-savvy. Kirk ain't got no time for this. And Spock is generally, like, black and white and that this is all an illusion. Fine. Mm-hmm. The Cat Lady was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Antoinette Bauer, who was incredible. Yep. Uh, Legend of Korra was fine. Um, like, this has all the elements of being a
1: really fun episode of Star Trek, like in the good side of bonkers. Yeah, except they couldn't decide what tone they wanted this episode to have, or what it was about, or what the theme oh. was, or the mission of the bad guys, or a number of other things.
0: I don't, like, they, I think they had the tone right, except for the fact that Jackson died. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's what I mean.
0: I feel like if they had just had him possessed and not dead,
2: yeah.
1: that
0: would have helped the episode. If he had, like...
2: Transported in, instead of keeling over dead, had like risen, floating off
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. the the yeah, transporter,
2: yeah. and then had the 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 words come out of his mouth, and then like collapsed and been like, I don't know what that was, Captain. Or no- he's in a coma, yeah, or, or or like it had yeah. been obviously a different voice coming out of his mouth, yes. something like that,
1: rather than like murdering him. Yeah, because if you take out Jackson being dead at the beginning and then mentioning Jackson being dead at the end, the whole tone of the episode is completely different. It
0: should be a fun episode, and I'm trying to pinpoint exactly where they went wrong because this should be the sort of thing that I really enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like on all accounts and purposes. When I read the description, I was like, "Fantastic, cat ladies, done, done, da 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 da
1: Purple rooms. I love the color purple. But then they try and shove all of this nonsense about the collective unconscious and racial memory, and
0: like that is stupid. But that's no more stupid than anything else that's been said in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I would even give you that. But the whole nonsense with those two, oh yeah, I couldn't. Um, Where I are could, they
1: from? What like are they, they want? Neither make
0: heads nor tails no, of what they want. It
2: made
1: no sense at all.
2: And even though the thing that we spent the most time on was her, does, like her? Oh, I want sensation. I want luxury. Mm. That I still felt like it came out of nowhere, and we didn't yeah. get any information on. Well. What have you done so far that has given you the taste for it? Like, cause did you just sort of pop into existence when the first two Enterprise crew members came down to the planet? How long have you been here? Mm-hmm. What else have you done? Like, that is the part where I think it didn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. yeah. What are you doing here on this planet? It what feels like they are also supposed to be on a mission of exploration. Yeah. Because the yeah. Legend of Korra says, like, we could have met on different circumstances and we could have come in peace. Yeah. But we couldn't. But, I mean, that is one of the themes of Star Trek that's going to develop. Like, when they get into
1: humanoid form, they can't take all the sensations
2: of it. hmm But and that could have been
1: really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if that was everything, we wouldn't have actually needed to know where they came from. But they didn't really follow up on yeah. it at all. The other thing that kind of lost me
2: was that, once again, this was an alien race with a piece of technology that gave them godlike powers. Like, why, yeah. did, they need
1: go- why did they need that? It made no sense. If they were actually, like, little pipe cleaner creatures... How did they build the giant wand? How really, did they hold it? That's a really valid point. How did they hold that? Where does the technology come from? How does it manifest in their own plane of existence?
0: But it seemed to say that they How already, did they
1: manufacture it?
0: They already have the power, but the magic wand helps them focus. So
1: is the magic wand itself also an illusion? Was it like a symbol within like a VR game? Like a secret thing that you get and you win the game? sort of thing?
0: Because I can't see those little praying mantises ever being able to hold up that no, giant no. wand.
1: So was also the wand an illusion? It was just like the button you push at the end of a video game that dissolves the illusion. Like did they need the the symbol of the wand to maintain the structure of the illusion for themselves? I don't know. I don't it know, makes no sense.
2: Know. I think this is where it fell apart was the fact that there was nowhere near enough time or effort put into creating a coherent reason for anything that happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is fair. Just like basic plot. Although I, I think if you'd simplified it to like, she's an evil shapeshifter cat lady with her nincompoop baldy assistant. Sure. Who wants to feel all the things. Mm-hmm. That's a fun story with
2: yeah. a little bit of light bondage Absolutely. thrown in for fun. Yeah. like. That's a good episode. Well, give her an army of zombie people from different species throughout the oh, like throughout that. the galaxy, yeah. and, like, I have sucked all of the information and sensation I can out of them. What can I get from you? I would also I, take... Uh, and the, play, play up, like, a, a gluttony kind of angle. Yeah. 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 And I would
1: also take the half-assed Halloween set dressing as, like, so every time I kidnap some people to drain their sensation, I take one nonsensical setting from their heads i don't really care if you believe it it's just fun for me you know, like people who deliberately read really bad books watch really no bad idea. tv shows
0: no idea what you're talking not about. a clue
1: i'm definitely not looking at either of you right
0: N- now.
2: never never heard of anything like that no
1: <laughs> nope.
0: nope nope every nick cage movie is a masterpiece but like instead
1: of reading trashy books and watching terrible television shows she kidnaps aliens and reads their minds
0: I would almost give that, and that every alien race that has visited her has had to sacrifice to. Yeah, okay. Fine. Better episode? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. 150 points. We're quickly going to erase this from our our (laughs) mental cubes. Mm -hmm.
2: All right, so, Kim, life lesson to be drawn from this? Um, You can seduce your way out of
1: trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
2: and yes. Ari.
1: Uh, It's the same lesson that I got out of Coraline. If it had been a dog instead of a cat, none of this would have happened
0: fair point. Mm-hmm. I think mine would be is that pipe cleaners are easily broken by stepping on them, or at least crushing them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Uh, Kim, your count. Um, we have one human and two alien deaths. The aliens die very quickly. Yeah. Oh, that's my other question. Why did they die when they were exposed to the atmosphere? What about them being in, like, fake a human form protected them? And, like, how did they get to the planet to create the illusion without turning into pops of smoke? It made no sense. I had a theory
1: about that, though. It was completely off my own head.
2: Well, no, thank you, because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it
1: doesn't. But my theory is that they don't actually have real physical forms at all, and this is just
0: pipe cleaner forms.
1: I think they were also projected from some other place.
0: Bullshit. No. I don't know. No, they had a ship, Kim. Yeah, but again, their their humanoid forms were just an illusion. They yeah, were actually, transforming themselves into human beings. Yeah, it was just an illusion
2: of it. So how? Yeah. So why? Oh, this made no sense. I mean, Maybe
0: they were living. Okay.
2: I need to stop thinking about no, this one yeah, okay. Hypothesis.
0: They were inside of the little ball on the tip of the magic wand. <gasps> oh. And that's kind of where it was focusing because they were able to focus through their little magic ball. And so when they broke that, they were exposed to the atmosphere. I done like and that. Done.
1: Was the, 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 the stick part of the wand also part of their little it ship? It was just an illusion. Mm-hmm. But the so, ball
0: part was important.
1: So by metaphorically breaking the wand inside the VR game, he actually broke their little ship?
0: Yeah. Kirk murdered them.
1: Sure. Good. Okay. Fine. Good. Whatever. I'm down with that.
2: I'm
0: perfectly fine with him murdering everyone yep. here.
1: Uh, Alright, your count? Uh, One and two. There were... Oh, sorry. Two and two. Two ladies, two people of color. The two people of color were Uhura and uh, Sulu. The two ladies were Uhura and Cat Lady. <laughs> there were no background... Well, anybody in this episode. It's a very, it's a very small episode. episode. We have the bridge, we have the transporter room, and we have the castle.
2: Yes. Performance of the episode, Kim. I am I love Sylvia. I thought she was great. I'm giving it to DeSalle
1: for being commanding. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. Ari? I was completely serious about giving it to the doors.
0: And I'm giving it to the cat.
1: Cat Yay! or cats, because there were at least two. There
0: were at least three. Two to three cats mm-hmm. acting that. Although I do think we should all give a special uh, tip of the hat or tip the cat ears to Antoinette Bauer, who played Sylvia, because she oh, a yeah. baller She off. was yeah. a lot of fun. If only standing upright with that much hair. Yeah. Like, she deserves a medal for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That must have been so uncomfortable, because that could not have been a human being's hair. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> a wig. No, it's like It wearing... was like
1: those, those, those caricatures of, like, what was it... For, like old-timey French ladies with the giant wigs with, like, the bird cages inside yeah. of them. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, It's
0: like we- having an entire
1: chair on
0: your head.
1: I love that the word that you find settled on was chair.
0: Well, I'm trying to think of a different kind of chair, and I'm like, it's not a deck chair. It's not a kitchen
1: chair. No, it's like it's like those little bouffant stools. But that's not a chair, Ari. No, it's something thing you sit on. I'm sorry, that makes less sense. No, you put, your, chair? you
0: put your feet on that. It's like in Beauty and the Beast. That's the one that turned into the dog, the footstool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. But mm-hmm. she's not, it's not like a wing back chair. It's like the comfy chair that I have upstairs that the dog sleeps on. But I can't remember the Ikea term for that. Yiggy, big, big, <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, despite this episode, do rate and review us on iTunes or whatever fine playing thing you are using to do so. Um, hopefully, next week's episode will be better you
1: can like, only you jinxed up
0: from here that que- is not true question <laughs> mark question mark exclamation point Interrabang. <laughs>